Welcome to the Hair Nodes Podcast. I am your host, Maxine Green, owner and master stylist at Curly Dimension Salon. This podcast was created to educate and motivate you on how to properly care for your natural curly hair. Every week, a new episode will drop. So grab a notepad and pen, pull up a chair, and let's have a chat. Let's get into today's episode. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about whether to big chop or not to big chop. So a lot of clients come in the salon and ask about when they should big chop or why they should big chop. That is a question, I believe, for you to answer, right? There is never a good time to big chop. But before we get into that, let me introduce myself. My name is Maxine Green. I am the owner and stylist at Curly Dimension Salon. I wanted to start this podcast to help you on your natural hair journey. So oftentimes I get the question, hey, Max, can you help me? Or I don't know where to start. Or I think I want a big chop, but I'm not sure if I'm ready. Or how do you know when you're ready? Here's the thing, you guys. No one really knows, right? But you should feel within your heart that now is the time. When you are desi- when you are ready to big chop, you should say to yourself, I want a new start. I want to start over. I want a fresh beginning, a new beginning, right? I want to completely let go of the old and walk into whatever is new on the other side of the door. So whether or not you should big chop, it's totally up to you. But here's what I would encourage you as a styler, as a stylist, as your hairstylist or and, and just as a hairstylist, period. If you have two different textures, let's say you haven't relaxed for a period of six months to a year and you have two different textures, you're experiencing severe breakage, you have heat damage and or you just want to stop with the relaxers altogether. Then at that point, I would encourage you to relax to big chop, right? There is no point or no use in you holding on to two different textures. It serves no purpose. And what you're going to find that when you have the two different textures, it makes it more difficult for you to style your hair. You'll experience a lot more breakage on the floor in your bathroom sinks. And that's just not a pretty sight, right? So that's one route. But here's the other part to that. Let's say you are experiencing the two different textures. If you have enough growth, meaning if you have enough natural hair, then go ahead and big chop. There are some girls, some curly clients who don't want to start short. You don't always have to start there. Your starting point can be a little, you can wait until you get a little bit more length. You can wait until your hair grows out a lot more or a little more, whichever one is comfortable for you. As I mentioned earlier, it's really about a matter of preference. So some girls like the short look because let's face it, y'all, short hair looks amazing on women, right? It just looks simply amazing. Let's say you're not ready for that short do. You're just like, oh, no, I would prefer to grow my hair out. Then that's also good. That's also fine. So then in that case, I would encourage you to braid your hair or give it, do a protective style. You don't necessarily have to braid it. If braiding is a little bit sensitive or if your scalp is a little sensitive to the hair that's used for braiding, right? then you can do something protective. You can do rod sets, which 
makes it for a lot less heat on your hair. The only heat, it will be coming from the dryer. So really a matter of preference. You can ha- you essentially have to know which lane you want to go down, right? I would encourage you to either do a protective style, which you can do braids. I would, you can do weaves as well, but I really would encourage you to make sure the application process is done right or the application process is done good or the application process is done with the intention that your hair is being cared for underneath and with the intention that this is only a temporary fix to the long-term problem or to a long-term solution, right? I wouldn't say a problem. Problem is not so much of a good word to use, right? But on the other hand, if you just want to wear it with no, you don't want the tension of the braiding, you don't want the tension or the pulling of a weave, then you can just do simply do a rod set. The styles at this point is really limited to what you, it's really limited what you can do. It's very limited, limited what you can do, right? So you can either do a rod set or you can do a flat twist out. Those are two styles that you can do in the interim until you get to the length and the desired how your hair or you, how you desire your hair to look until you get there. I can tell you it works because I've done it for a client. We kind of grew her hair out only doing flat twists and rod sets. And I think we did that for about six months and then she transitioned completely. Her hair turned, went completely curly, no heat, which means no silk presses, no heat of any kind with the exception of the dryer for drying the hair while your hair is being styled or when your hair, once your hair is styled, right? The other part you can do is let's say you want to do and you want to go full throttle and you definitely want to do a big chop, find you a good shape. Get a stylist who can know and understand your face shape, head shape, and can execute an amazing haircut on you. Because the other thing to understand is that once you get a good shape, a good haircut, your hair is going to grow back flawlessly or it should grow back flawlessly but the grow up process, you're starting all over. It's a fresh cut. You don't have to worry about the breakage, right? And sometimes it's a lot more fun when you have short hair. You have a lot more, if freedom is a good word for you to use right now, this is definitely the time to use it. So if you have a lot more freedom, right? Your hair is like, get up and go. I can essentially go in the shower, wash my hair, put a little to no product in it, Let me say this. When I say little to no product, that depends on your texture. So if your texture is a lot tighter than most, or let's take, for instance, my texture, which is a looser curl pattern. If your texture is a lot looser, like for instance, mine, or it's a little tighter, you have to want to think about, or you want to think about, well, I may need a lot more product or I will need a lot less product depending on what side of the spectrum you are. So for me, if I do during the summer months, I tend to do a lot of wash and goes because I don't like to sit under the dryer. It's too hot for me. So I don't like private summers. I don't know if you do as well, but I don't like private summers, but I tend to do a lot more wash and goes meaning I just go into shower wash my hair and I put very to little product in my hair um, I actually put enough product to or the products that I know will help define my hair such as I actually like using 
I do use Diva Curl. Um, their coconut cream styler that works for me on my hair. Not saying it will work for you, but it works for me. How, so I'm going to say this, be mindful, know what will work for you and what don't. Cause now that you big chop. Okay. So now what, what's the next step? So this is where a curly hair specialist will come into play for you. So find you a good curly hair specialist within your area that can help you navigate this part of your journey. Right. Last week we talked about the psychology of the identity behind and are here. So this week I really wanted to talk about whether or not you should big chop because it's a question that's asked so often. So here's my take on it. It's a matter of personal preference, whether or not you want to start over, you want a new beginning, or you want to just say, or you say to yourself, I don't like the look of short hair because I've never worn my hair short. So I'm going to grow my hair out. Here are your options. As your stylist, as a curly hair stylist, as a curly hair specialist, I will tell you and I can tell you with all comfortability that you can do only, you're very limited to what you can do when you decide to transition. It doesn't mean that it's the wrong thing to do. It just simply means that you have less options available to you. So with that being said, again, you can do a flat twist, a flat twist out or a rod set. Both styles look really beautiful, really, really beautiful. But that's all you can do. And you really have to stick to not doing a silk press. I know you may be tempted and you will get tempted to do a silk press. But I would recommend, highly recommend against it. And let's say, for instance, you decide like, okay, well, I'm going to flat twist or I'm going to rod set for maybe two or three months. And then the other two months or so, I'll do some braiding. The best time for you to, or here's my advice. Here is an offering, I should say. The best time I think you should transition or try to transition your hair from straight to curly will be the winter months. Why? It's colder, depending on the, depends on where you are, where you're located. Now, if you're in a warm environment, it doesn't matter. But because we're up north, I recommend in the winter times, the winter months, it's a lot more brutal on curly hair. It leaves the hair a lot drier. So when your hair is protected, it's out of sight, out of mind, so to speak. You don't have to worry about it. You can braid it and you can, or you can flat twist or rod set it. At this point, you give yourself enough time to grow the hair out to a decent length. Then you can go ahead and say, okay, you know what? At this point, I no longer want to manage this. I no longer want to deal with this. I now want to cut my hair off. So... But here's the kicker, guys. Make sure you don't have, because once you decide to big chop, you can't put it back on, right? So now decide, okay, I want a big chop. All right, you got to that point. Now that you've big chopped, don't go home and say, oh my God, what have I done? Before you step foot into the salon, be mindful that this is a big step for you. If you've never worn your hair short, I highly encourage you to really think about doing this big chop before you make your appointment and before you go to the appointment, right? Because you don't want to have 
haircut's remorse. I've seen it so many times, but, oh, I've heard about it so many times, I should say. I really never, I think once or twice I've had a few clients, I've had a few clients that said, you know, I kind of regret cutting my hair because that's all they know. All they know is long hair. They didn't regret the look of it once they cut it. They just regret it because it was a lot more work for them. So with that being said, know that once you cut your hair, it's a lot more work. It's a lot more time and patience. It's a lot more effort on your part to help take care of it. You guys, in order for you to get to the curly look that you desire, in order for you to have your hair looking the way you love it to look or you would like it to look because of photos that you saw or Instagram models or Instagram influencers or even people in your friendship groups, it's going to take you some time to kind of really get to that desired look. That doesn't happen overnight. So be truthful and be straight up with yourself. Be comfortable in your own shoes, right? Be comfortable with where you are in your journey. So if you do decide, if you do decide to big chop, great. I think that's the best way for you to go, in my opinion. Why? Because you start over. You got rid of all the dead ends. You got rid of all the um, excessive breakage that you um, was experiencing, right? You can now control or stop those excessive breakage, right? And now you're starting on a clean slate, a fresh slate. Now, okay, you own it. You walk in it. Oftentimes I get... Oh my God, why didn't I do this before? Why did I wait so long to do a big chop? Duh, absolutely. But here's what I will say. I always say to the clients, it's okay, you're here now. Don't beat yourself up because you decided later on that you were ready to big chop. That's okay, there's nothing wrong with it. You move to the beat of your own drum and you move to your timing. So no one can force you. No one is gonna force you. You have to decide whether or not to big chop. No stylist can make that decision for you. As much as we want to, we cannot. We can advise you on what to do. So again, whether it's a big chop or not, personal preference. Me, personally, I strongly encourage you to do it, right? And for reasons, for many reasons. But the most important reason, because starting over means a new slate. Starting over means a fresh beginning. But most importantly, starting over means... Your hair has the opportunity to rebound, to start with fresh soil. Okay, so that's, let's think about it this way. You, How many of you are plant moms? I'm not. I try to be. I'm really not a plant mom, but I try to be. So let's say you got a new plant and you want to repot it. And you have to repot it because now the plant has outgrown the pot that you've put it in. Right? So now you got to transition that pot one plant to the other, or you have to divide it. It's kind of the same principle that you have to think about. Maybe not, but you get what I'm going with this, right? So starting over, fresh soil, new beginning, you get to water it, you get to flourish it, meaning you get to do all the things you didn't do prior and you get to enjoy the journey because now you can see the plant flourishing in a new pot the plant is growing, it has room to breed, you know, oxygen is getting in. You can now repot that plant, 
that plant two times over. It's the same principle, you guys. Now, don't go ahead and steal my ideas about the plant stuff, okay? But you get where I'm going with this, right? So when you start over, it's a new beginning. It's a fresh idea. It's, it's not a fr- so much a fresh idea, but it's a new beginning. It's a new page. You get to enjoy the journey, right? You get the freedom, the flexibility. And before you know it, before you know it, your hair will be back if not longer than where you started. Now, I want to go back of, go back for a second. And I know I mentioned doing it in the winter months. Yeah, absolutely doing it in the winter months. It's colder and you can keep your hair protective, keep it from the brutal of the cold. The, the feeling of that cold air on the hair it makes the hair more dry, more susceptible to breakage. You're wearing hats, scarves, and gloves, or mainly hats and scarves. So that also takes away the moisture. So if your hair is in a protective state, it grows faster. When the hair is in a rested stage, you are doing less work, less manipulation, and it allows your hair to grow faster. Try it. It works, right? So during the winter months, it's the easiest time for you to transition, for you to grow out your hair. And then come spring and come well into going to fall into spring you can kind of like pull it back a little bit start to see where you are if you still want a lot more length then keep doing it until about I would say maybe about April so you're going to start your braiding and then fit or start your protective style maybe about late fall Late fall into early spring. Late fall into early spring. It's a good timeline. It's a good good couple of months for you, right? You take out. Now, let me say this. I need to say this. If you are going to do protective styles, such as weaves or braids, be mindful. when. Don't keep them in longer than six weeks. When you take it out, with the exception of weaves, right? So I don't want you to keep it in too long, but I would prefer if you take, when you take it out, you make sure that your hair is properly hydrated. You can trim the hair, make sure you do a hair mask and prepare your scalp for the next go around of doing a protective style. You have to take care of the hair while it's the underneath so that once you are ready to, showcase your natural curls your hair is in a state of like yes i've been waiting for this moment to come out your hair will thank you later right so just make sure you're aware of that just be very intentional about how it's done what you're doing to the underneath to the hair underneath and also you making sure that you, in the interim of all that, you are taking the vitamins, drinking lots of water, because whatever you put in is going to come out. So everything works kind of co just work together to help you get to the desired, the desired uh, length that you would like or the look that you would like, the desired look that you would like, okay? So again, with that being said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Go ahead and big chop. Do I suggest it to my clients? Only when they're ready. Only when it's absolutely necessary. But again, 
as I said before, only when they're ready. They have to be ready for this because it's natural hair is not an easy journey. They have to be ready to ultimately own it or they have to be ready to embrace who they are. They have to be ready for the next step, right? Don't think that when you big chop or when you cut your hair, you're going to look like a boy. I think that is such a... um. It's such a preconceived notion that so many of us struggle with because we look at these haircuts oftentimes and we say, okay, if we big chop, we're going to get all these harsh lines, all these hard lines. It's not too soft. It's not going to make us look feminine enough. If you're going to go to a barber, let me say this. If you're going to seek, um, if you're going to go to a barber and sit in a barber's chair, be very vocal about what you want and what you don't want. Right. Most barbers, unless they are really up with the times and unless they are really looking at a woman and he can really cut a woman's hair to kind of complement her features, they oftentimes cut a woman's hair as though they're cutting a man's hair. And that's not all barbers. There are some barbers who are excellent, excellent at cutting women's hair. That's the one you need to sit in his chair. That's the one you need to be vocal on. That's the one that's going to execute that look that you're looking for. But if you're not if you're not comfortable with a barber, then find you a really good hairdresser, a really good hairstylist that can not only give you a super sexy haircut, but also help style it and help you and help educate you on how to style it even after you've left the salon. Those that's what you're looking for. That, those are some of the things that you need to have on your scorecard. Those are the things that you need to have on your to-do list. Those are the things that you need to say to yourself, this is what I'm looking for. I'm ready to big chop. I need to have a stylist who can execute a haircut that fits my feature, that will complement who I am, meaning who I am in my everyday life. Whether you are a soccer mom business coach, whether you are a, um, just a stay at home mom or you're a professional gal, listen, it should, you should have a haircut that can be versatile in all areas of your life because how you feel is going to come through and how you go about your day. If you're not confident in wearing your hair short and curly, then everything else is going to fall. Everything else will kind of like look half done, right? Because you're not confident. Shoulders drops when women are not when when a woman is not confident, right? And you can kind of tell when a woman is not confident. They tend not to make eye contact. Right? So this is not a psychology call. This is not a psychology platform. I'm just kind of stating what I've seen in my years of being in the industry. That when a woman is confident, her shoulders go back she sits up straight and she makes eye contact, right? She owns it. And for me, that's boss. That's just boss. So when you decide to big chop, whether or not you decide to big chop, is totally up to you. It's totally on you. But when you do, really own it and really walk in your truth because you're a badass. And as such, you should own it and find you a good, hair specialist, find you a good hairdresser, find you a good barber that can execute the look 
and the vision that can pull the vision together for you that you're looking for. All right, you guys, that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, I'm Maxine Green, owner and master stylist at Curly Dimension Salon. See you on, next, on the next one. Have an amazing week, y'all.